Star Wars 7x7, episode 694. Today, the next installment in our Clone Wars briefing series. It is A Legacy of Terror, and terror is an apt word for it. This may be one of the scarier episodes of the Clone Wars that they have shown so far. We'll tell you why coming up. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Alvin Johnson with the 501st Legion, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and Legacy of Terror is Season 2, Episode 7 of The Clone Wars, and it is continuing the story arc that we've been discussing for the last few episodes of The Clone Wars Briefing Series that ended with the destruction of a weapons factory, but that rapscallion Poggle the Lesser escapes, and so naturally they have to go after him. So Luminara unduly takes off with a clone trooper on speeder bikes, or at least what passes for speeder bikes in the Clone Wars era, and yet they sound eerily familiar. Listen to this clip. Let's go. With a little sandstorm noise thrown in at the end, but tell me that you can't close your eyes and immediately be taken back to Return of the Jedi. Oh, and I guess I should say, if you are driving while you're listening to this, then don't close your eyes. (laughs) Keep them open. But you know that sound intimately, don't you? It is exactly from Endor and Return of the Jedi. And that is yet another of the amazing things about the Star Wars movies. I mean, we're all walking around with the music in our heads, with dialogue from characters and maybe whole movies in our heads. But the sounds, the sounds, I don't think we often realize how much of the sound we're actually carrying with us in our heads and in our DNA at this point. So anyway, Luminara tracks Poggle to this temple out in the middle of nowhere, and of course then she is cut off from contact, apparently by something attacking. So Obi-Wan and Anakin have to take a bunch of clone troopers to go rescue her. At which point, the movie turns into a horror movie, or at least the cartoon equivalent thereof. It's part Aliens, and part Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan, and part, oh gosh, what, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, or Shaun of the Dead, or something like that. Because there's a scene, of course, where they're trying to track inside this temple where they are, and one of the clone troopers is walking around with a thing that's beeping, 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 beeping about where they're supposed to find Luminara. Which, of course, echoes that famous scene in Aliens where they're trying to track where the alien is and they're standing right on top of it. So they think, even though there's nothing around them and they don't realize it could be above them or below them, (laughs) there's the shock from there and the attack and all that. Well, it doesn't quite happen that way in this episode. The Geonosians are still just all around them, basically. Very linear thinking, as it were, as opposed to Captain Kirk in Star Trek II, who does not think linear, unlike Khan does, which is why we're getting back into the Star Trek II reference, and another angle into the fact that there are these weird little worm creatures that keep popping in and out of the nostrils of these zombie-looking Geonosians that attack them. Come to find out, these are the babies of the Geonosian queen, who... As opposed to what, you know, Chekhov said, if you show a gun in Act 1, you've got to have it go off in Act 3. Well, the Queen is rumored in, I guess, the comparative Act 2 and shown in Act 3. So, yeah, not exactly your traditional structure for the show, but it's Monday morning quarterbacking uh, or maybe (laughs) Monday morning six years ago quarterbacking. And Obi-Wan seems slightly less than concerned. Have a listen. I don't like the looks of this. See? 
not very concerned. And why should he be? He lives through it to go in Revenge of the Sith and the New Hope. So, yeah, of course he knows he's fine. <laughs> anyway, they get down to the Queen, and the Queen reveals that she wants to use her little babies to control Jedi to then attack people. So, yeah, that doesn't work out very well for her because they ended up destroying the chamber where she's at. They show wreckage falling all down and roof pillars and stone and all this stuff and she's screeching but yeah you know she's not gonna die and in fact spoiler alert she doesn't i don't know this from anything in the clone wars i just know this from actually the darth vader comic series that's come out in the last year or at least that's assuming that there's only one queen on the entirety of geonosis so who knows maybe it was a different queen but i digress so Obi-Wan and Anakin rescue Luminara and they beat feet out of there along with the clone troopers as the place collapses and they get out and it all just falls down and Obi-Wan tries to take one of the babies with for study but Anakin stomps it and says study the bottom of my boot or something like that and all's well that ends well. And one thing I noticed particularly about this episode was that as opposed to most of the episodes I've watched so far which have been very music heavy in that there is almost always music going on in scenes even just some background noise of music or orchestration or something like that this one had significant sequences that didn't have any music particularly when Luminara and her clone companion were flying through the Geonosian sandstorm and a lot of it was just ambient atmospheric noise and I thought that was very cool, and I thought that might also have been to try and set up some of the scarier aspects of the show in that it's one thing to have no music and then suddenly have a jump in music as opposed to having music going, music going, and then jump in the music. I think it's more startling when there's no music and it suddenly cuts in. But I actually like the fact that there was no music, even just in general, not as a specific device to try and instill terror in the hearts of children <laughs> that might have watched this episode. All right, that's going to do it for this Clone Wars briefing. Next episode is the last in this five-episode arc. It's called Brain Invaders, and it is what you would expect. Those little mind-control wormy creatures are going to get loose in a New Republic ship. So stay tuned, and we'll see what happens. If you had to name an iconic special effect from the Star Wars movies, holograms would jump instantly to mind. From the moment Princess Leia appeared in R2-D2's very sneakily done Help Me Obi-Wan Kenobi, You're My Only Hope hologram, Everybody has been captivated and transported by the mystery of the technology as well as the mystery of the story it told. That's why I want you to check out SW7x7.com hologram to see what Zebra Imaging created with the R2-D2 and Princess Leia scene as well as their other holograms as well. It's almost as good as having the real thing right in your home. One more time, that's SW7x7.com hologram to see it for yourself. All right, time for a trivia question. Do they have trivia inside rebellions, I wonder? This is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. Well, that doesn't really answer the question, but we'll move on with it anyway. Last time we asked you where the last major engagement between the rebellion and the Empire was prior to signing the Galactic Concordance, and that was over Jakku. Today's question, what's the first thing Chewbacca did when he saw his partner in crime and heroism, Han Solo, bite the dust? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go jumping out skyscraper windows, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a shapeshifter, it's Destiny Unleashed. 
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.